0: Gator E Podcast, Simon and Keiths. Mm. Gators mm.
1: Podcast. Mm. Hello, hi. hi, hey, how's it going? <laughs> nice to meet you. Um Hello. hi, welcome to Gators E. Ha ha ha. I Z. So oh we've never um, done
2: that
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm taking charge <laughs> uh, welcome to gay to z or z depending on your disposition podcast um with me simon gibber gibson and me keeva Kiva mcgee and our very special
2: oh. guest hello Caitlin. it's kitlin <laughs>
3: Yeah. Kearns. my name's too long i'm aware of that it's lovely to be I here think
1: it's a lovely name we're, we're lovely to have you um how are you caitlin how is life how is the world
3: the world is um fine i'm okay getting on fine guys yeah. um uh, you know Very having a having a fine time
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh we love to hear <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I always love this bit of the podcast because it's like boop 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 how do I talk to a microphone okay yeah, yeah. For, con- for context for all viewers Kiva and I are very out of practice because it's been it's been a like month? a
2: month hardly How's
1: it I think it's been well it was pride so maybe that was what like maybe it's been three weeks but oh yeah it has, it been, has a while been a while yeah since we recorded because Kiva's in her um Oh, you wrote this really well on the the like Instagram. Not your flop era. You're like I said, I I'm, I'm in
2: my flex era, so therefore the podcast had gone into its flop era.
1: <clears> and we are we <clears> are, are returning been Unfortunately,
2: flopped. true, but we're getting this there, point, guys.
1: <laughs> I can verify, even though we haven't recorded it yet, this episode is going to be a bot.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it, that episode will be great. Mm-hmm. Back with a bang. Um, Just my timing in life is terrible.
1: Yes, Kiva's a very busy lady at the minute, but we stand it. Um, we love busy. a, yeah, we love a booked, busy lady. Um, wish I could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, what are, you, what are you up to at the minute? You're, yeah. Caitlin, for context, is a fabulous playwright, theatre maker, all around wonderful human being. Um, fellow podcaster in terms of I did trysts with her, which is mm-hmm. our sort of like little like audio drama project, which will be coming back very soon. Um, we say with, like, hope <laughs> in our eyes, Liz.
3: fingers yes. all crossed. So work, yeah. Maybe we'll edit that out. <laughs> Possibly an edit point. Um, what am I doing? I am writing a play. I'm one of the new playwrights of The Lyric at the minute. And I'm oh, writing yes. a play, and there will be a reading in October, and it's about uh, fatness, fertility, and George Michael, in that order. And uh-huh. I'm very excited for the world to see it, uh, to experience it, to hear it, to take it into the hearts of their minds, um what else am I doing um other bits and bobs other theatrical bits and bobs I'm mainly writing at the minute um just because uh you don't need to wait for anyone to tell you or ask you to write
1: yeah (laughs) that's so true great advice um very much (laughs) gonna go write that on my little wall thing over here (laughs) um sick and caitlin quick question about the lyric thing is that like going to be accessible online is that like a closer to the time sort of thing is it just keep an eye on the lyric twitter and stuff
3: so keep an eye on the lyric socials keep an eye on my socials that's Kate M. Kearns on twitter and instagram and, yes, get um, the promo in early <laughs> get it in early doors i'm i'm hoping it will be recorded i don't know if it's going to be live streamed um but yeah, they'll they'll let you know near the time. But there will be a way of watching it slash listening to it, um, if you are not in Sick. Belfast. Mm.
1: Sick! I am pumped! Oh my Belfast. gosh, at another podcast.
3: <laughs> maybe. Uh,
1: <laughs> maybe maybe we'll review it. Who knows? Like, does it start with a letter that ends after H? <laughs> w. So
3: there you go.
1: Oh oh oh! oh my god! Yeah. Oh my g- we can I do mean, that. We can do that. Yeah. I mean, get prepared. Get excited.
3: Yeah. It's not really a queer play. <laughs> I mean, a queer person Caitlin's, wrote it. Caitlin's so. like,
2: please don't. Okay, <laughs> um, we well, we can put a
1: spin on it. Yeah, and also we do buy about or for queer people, so that yeah, so is it's in by, the buy by category. By, uh,
2: up, uh, yeah, bye bye.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> bye 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 <laughs> bye bye. So um, yeah, I feel I feel like we kind of slightly skipped over a general why we're here, intro what we're doing. <laughs> to. Well, actually, yes, that that, but also like a general intro to Caitlin. So. Do you want to just tell us, like, a wee bit about yourself? What you are passionate about? Maybe how you identify, if you want to talk about that. Um, what do you do for fun, you know?
3: Um, <laughs> my name is Caitlin. Um, <laughs> yep. I'm a sprightly 24-year-old engineer um, with a passion and a loss for life. Um, mm-hmm. I am a bisexual legend, self proclaimed. Um, yes. I also use she, they pronouns. Um, if you're nasty, uh, and I am, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. I love, I love four in a bed. Um, I love um, come down with me. I love below deck, like trash reality shows. I've also mm. started watching today shopping channels. Um, which are more Ooh. entertaining than anything I could ever write. I might just oh be getting up.
2: To watch what, like the, the
3: Infomercial type things, is that what you mean? Yeah, but they're like live oh. shopping channels, so yeah. like middle-aged women selling like jewelry enthusiastically. Um so I'm really into that. That's my I'm Whoa. going through my gem- Gemporia era at the minute. Um That's me. like, that actually Lukey sounds
1: like such a fun party to be like, let's all just watch the shopping channel and <laughs> <laughs> take bets on like how many they're gonna sell i love do you ever to be fair i used to do this when i was younger do you ever watch the ones which like have a limited amount of the stock and it would be like there's only 120 of these they're gonna sell in the next four minutes and
2: do they tell you like live how yeah oh my, god, oh my god it's my god, so, exciting. so exciting
1: they'll be like there's like three left um and you'll be like <gasps> <gasps> i better call oh now yeah
3: exactly you get a oh shout wow. out it's like sheila in lancashire you've just got one like <gasps> it's
2: great oh i
1: mean
3: God, worth it though. yeah yeah so that's me um and i write <laughs> i don't yes. know what else to
1: say also for context um caitlin is one of my besties as well we have hmm. known each other for <laughs> ha, uh, never mind oh. Was one <laughs> no, of my it's true it's just it, it's true each other like almost seven six years at least because we met oh. we met when we were 18 at a lay audition oh <laughs> as my you do.
2: God. yeah
1: um, yeah, we were loving each other before Queen's, didn't you? Yeah, we yeah, did. So like, before, yeah, Theaties. before the theatre. Um, yeah, we met, we met in theatre, though, um, which was interesting. Mm. Caitlin went on to play um, a fabulous role in that production, and I quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a chaperone later on um, but yeah I wasn't available over the summer as much as I thought I was forward slash I actually don't really like Les Mis as a musical that much which is probably quite controversial to say
2: oh why did you audition you know? then or did you not realize
1: until you did it well I did the scheme the year before and I was like, oh, like, um, I really enjoyed it. I really liked all the people. We did Little Shop of Horrors, which I really like as a musical. Oh, yeah. Um and so I was like, oh, I kind of want to see all the people from last summer again and sort of enjoy that experience, oh, okay yeah, I yeah. don't like Les Mis that much. Um, and then a lot of the people who I'd met through it last time didn't come back um because of like that summer and stuff as well. Like we had a caravan, so like I wasn't super free for all the dates. Um and while I met the absolute legend of Caitlin, um, it wasn't enough to make me sing any of the really dull songs from *The Maze*. Sorry about it. Road,
3: <laughs> road. My um, performance should have you, brought you back. I to, yeah. I Who did you say, play, Caitlyn? Oh, as a fat person, I play Madame Tournardier because that was the only valid role for um. um a fat person is um busty wench nurse um or <laughs> mum. So that was busty yeah. my busty wench era. Um, right but it was good. Like I I you know I'm sure you like sold it anyway though.
2: Smashed oh, it. Biggest applause of so the night. you oh,
3: know
2: Of course.
1: Yeah. Five very minutes of, much. It five was very, minutes it, um, it was very camp. It was campus. It was tits. queer. We could we could review that next week because that's <laughs> was queer e- no, art. a while away. That. <laughs> so yeah. Um so yeah, Caitlin is absolutely fab, absolutely wonderful.
2: Yes. And sorry. Under you... the
1: news, no check.
2: <laughs> Wait, I, th- I feel like there's a lot to cover, like just with caitlin so <laughs> no, i just feel like you're always doing so you're doing bits all the time i feel like you did some panel thing recently or something did you about like queer oh yeah artists.
3: i did like a that. panel with the liverpool everman about activism um and mm-hmm. does it have a place in theater and um about the word activist and mm-hmm. if it applies to us and if there is a, a someone who is marginalized or someone who is um seen as, as as different in a in like the theater world do you have a um do you have to be an activist is that part and parcel of it mm-hmm. or can you you know so it was really it was really interesting and then talking yeah, that about intersectionality within that because we had um uh black panelists and we had trans panelists and so how privilege plays into that and um how some people can't afford to not be activists because they they're having to like Advocate yeah. for themselves, so yeah. it was really, it was really interesting. And like, honestly, like, um, like a real privilege to be like a part of and just to listen mm. to those conversations. Because I feel like the activist label is something I still really struggle with. And like, to, yeah. you know mm. I don't use myself, but it's um, it's a difficult one. But it was, it was really interesting.
2: Mm-mm. Yeah, that's really that interesting.
1: Sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, is that available to like listen or watch to post or was it just a live thing, thing? or was it like a live thing
3: so it was a live the wonderful marcy was uh, accidentally deleted it so i think it has gone into the ether <laughs> who was the oh, okay. person yes. who was recording it um marcy's an absolute like boss person who works at the Aperman, and this was their first live and they were so like excited that it went kind of well and they just mm-hmm. accidentally slipped and it's it gone so unfortunately, oh, it's in the ebook, but I would follow like um, Liverpool Everyman are doing some really good stuff with like LGBTQ mm. uh, activism and, and doing more of those events. So I definitely keep an eye um, on of their course. Instagram because I think they'll be doing
1: more. Defo. Um Oh my gosh, what? there's like other things I kind of want to ask you, but I'm just aware of like time, and I feel like I don't want to keep I don't want in- to keep interviewing you. <laughs> the only thing I wanted to ask is well two fun tip bits one um i kind of wanted to talk about your simpsons thing that you do sometimes because i think that's so iconic oh my um, god i need to know about this i
3: don't know what this
1: d- is caitlin would you like <laughs> to describe what the simpsons thing is i just think it's so cool
3: so this is like the brainchild of um linus and joseph who are two like uh, amazing artists and actors in their own right and they do a thing they put it up on twitter a couple of months ago and i was like this looks like my kind of thing and um, every sunday uh, for a couple of months, we did reviews of Simpsons episodes. Like some people fully dressed up, some people oh my God. didn't. Some people did voices. Some people had backgrounds, props. Um, it was called Simpsons Sundays. Um, it got me through like second lockdown. Um, yeah, we did all the iconic episodes. Um, we did like a streetcar named Marge. Um, we did, which I got to play Lawrence at uh, Llewellyn, the director. Uh. Because oh I, my I, god! It was yes. great. Um, yes. What else have we done? We've done lots <laughs> of like we did twenty-two short films about Springfield, where I had to put, We all had to play like five different parts. Um, mm.
1: <laughs> like I, I was, just think it's so legendary. Yeah, and oh like the fo- is- the photos you show me from it are so cool. Yeah, yeah. my um, photos are like as Marge and stuff. Um, can, basically, can what, what we like, sorry, oh, sorry.
2: Can you can you sit in and listen on these, or is it just like? So generally, yeah.
3: Generally, you can like sit in. No, we're not doing them as often now because like, um, life's gone back to some sort of normality. But like, mm. um, Lena's car—it's L I N U S K A R P on Twitter. Um, if we're doing them, he'll be like the person who'll tweet about it, and you can either and like if you've never done it before, like everyone's super nice. So if it sounds mm. like a good kind of thing, um, drop in and. Uh, That's so fun! I love that. It's great, yeah. honestly. Like,
1: genuinely, so class um and then the other thing I really quickly wanted to ask about was did you were recently doing a reading of like a romantic comedy and I think it was Notting Hill right um with exclusively fat actors and I just thought that also sounded really yes, cool oh basically god, well, yeah. all I'm trying to say is that Caitlin is probably the coolest person yeah I know. literally um and every I day just... <laughs> I'm like you're
2: like oh I'm doing this thing and I'm like oh my god like just killing it every it's, day killing, like,
1: surprise something. this isn't a podcast we've actually just come on to aggressively compliment oh you yeah.
3: yes. <laughs> that's it it's the joys of you know um one of the uh, other perks of having a, a mental illness where you can't leave the house it's like oh god i better work <laughs> better yes. go back to the ground but yeah no i did we did plus size i'm not i'm uh not notting hill um mm-hmm. just for rights reasons um mm. but yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah. not at all um, it's fine. It wasn't for an audience, so I think it's fine. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but it was an all plus size cast. And uh, yeah, me and my friend Lewis, who's a really good actor and, and theatre maker, um, are looking at a project, potentially doing a project about flatness and romantic comedies and representation. Mm. And um, yeah, it was just really fun. And then we all just had like wine after and chatted about um, our experiences in the industry, uh, primarily as a you know from actors um yeah and it was just really affirming really like upsetting to some extent because it's like some mm-hmm. of the shit people have had to go through some of the humiliating stuff um mm-hmm. but then also hopefully like ho- quite hopeful for like the future and you know down the line things might be better yeah
1: that's oh, wow, class yeah, that's it's, it just sounded amazing um mm-hmm. and yeah wonderful Um. Well, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um. So the news. Yes. Yep. The news. The news. Play the theme. That's not what it sounds okay.
2: like. <laughs> um, Simon, I'm gonna ask you to take a lead on the news because Oh I'm guys, I've
1: been I've been promoted. Um, can you tell this episode? Yeah. I am um head newscaster, um, <laughs> Simon Gibson. Um, hit me up. Um ITV news, I don't know, like UTV news, let's let's see him, yeah, let's be yeah. more realistic. <laughs> um, <laughs> um sick. Well, basically, because it's been a month, like there's lots of lot. things have happened mm-hmm. yeah um we're gonna cover two
2: <laughs> well can we can we can like mention yeah we can skim over some yeah if, if, the, it, but... if anything
1: pops up as yeah. well um two of the big things we're probably going to talk about probably we are going to talk about um is um two It's going to be like very sad pr teams <laughs> mm. um because there has been some homophobia can you imagine um yeah, and this the headlines oh, yeah wow. right um with some big stars so first up um da baby um has recently
3: <laughs> It just in our accent it just sounds da baby. Is, like that, just... is that
1: is that the whitest i've ever yes seen?
3: it just Confirmed. sounds like you're talking about a child da baby, da baby. like da baby
1: <laughs> yeah oh my god it's so... like, like, like a dublin accent
3: after... oh <laughs> i was trying
2: to do like a southern accent da baby
1: anyway <laughs> da baby um, anyway, um, massively flopped. <laughs> yes. Um, basically, mm-hmm. he um, at one of his concerts recently um, was singing a song live, and firstly brought on uh, another rapper who I'm not fully aware of, but apparently shot Megan Thee Stallion in the mm. foot, or like Jesus. allegedly shot yeah, Megan Thee Stallion. No
2: confirmed.
1: Oh, okay, um, cool.
2: Tori Lannis or Lane's yes. maybe I'm not sure how
1: you pronounce so this. and it was like a surprise after I think it's like part of like a what well, like a concert or something. So I think Megan had performed previous to this as well. Yeah. So already a means. bit of a yikes moment. And then during like a sort of like crowd hype, like put your lighters up kind of moment. Um he started to sort of berate um people with HIV, um, very much sort of um referring to it as quite a like gay disease and also a disease that can kill you within two to three weeks. Which is horrible misinformation, mm. um, and just generally sort of saying about like people like you're sucking dick in the parking lot and stuff being um people that he doesn't want at his concerts. Essentially, it was just yeah. very derogatory towards um queer people in general, mm-hmm. and it has received a lot of backlash, um, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And um, he's sort of done the the thing most pop stars do when they fuck up and annoy a decent group of people who can give them money in doing a really half-hearted apology. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, anyway, I don't know, we can talk about that, um, but yeah, kind of a big flop.
2: Mm, yeah, because didn't he first kind of try to be like, oh, well, it, it's not, I'm not being homophobic, I'm not being homophobic, I wasn't talking about gay people, I'm just talking about people who have AIDS or something and like, uh, or like people who aren't, don't practice safe sex or something, he tried to kind of try, try to get away on some kind of weird technicality, but it's like, no like literally like was just so outright homophobic
1: he tried based on the news thing that i've read it sounds like he tried a lot like he first tried to be like oh there like there were gay people at the concert and there was this guy in a crop top in the like front row who was having a great time and it was like okay (laughs) it it was very like i have gay friends i was gonna say that That that's literally literally. what it's like
3: it's like i can't be homophobic my neighbor's gay it's like okay go off
1: um my sister's aunt
3: like, he, he said some really weird lives stuff with a i read i read yes. like the, the quote he said something about women's woman woman whose vagina smell of water i'm like what yes. are
2: you on about what does that mean what sorry you he was talking sorry about?
1: sorry he was he was actually yeah very sexist as well and i forgot to mention that but none yeah. at all i didn't know um, about that
2: part um yeah mess
1: yeah he just in general mess and then he said this thing um which i don't know if we're and we can cut this if needs be um but like if we're the right people to comment on but he tried to be like on twitter um he basically said something around the lines of and i feel like i should find the quotes that i don't misquote him but he tried to be like uh all of you like twitter people getting so angry about this i hope you're as loud about this like the next time like a black guy gets shot by a cop um which to me was was just like like, they're not the same argument and to sort of like bring that in is like derogatory to the black lives in general as well
2: like yeah that's just kind of there's not really any correlation and yeah like yeah that's just kind of clutching at straws to try and like deflect from himself probably
1: yeah um
2: um i did see as well like some other like um people in the music industry like i think what do you call that guy is it T- ti um
1: i've heard of ti yeah
2: who is like a big kind of producery guy and and it, like was like a rapper back in the day and he was one of the judges on that um hip-hop competition thingy that came out Waggle. you guys probably yeah. don't know what i'm talking about do you know what i'm talking about and chance the rapper was on it and cardi b and yeah yeah anyway him um he like was commenting, I think, on the da- on the baby's Instagram, kind of defending him, being like, "Oh, if Lil Nas X can do such and such, then why can't the um, baby say this?" Like, hashtag freedom of speech. I- I'm paraphrasing, but mm-hmm. like, tried to be like, like, no, oh, and then I think Lil Nas kind of responded to that as well, just being like. Lol, fuck off!
1: I don't know what to say, but, you know, fair off. <laughs> Friend of the pod, little Naz Yeah, um, we stand. Leave, stand. leave his name out of your mouth.
2: Please. Yeah, I was just like, no. I
3: was gonna say that it reminded me, Simon. You said something about um, dragging pe- like almost dragging something else into an argument to try and like fight your corner, and like this is kind of a tangent, but kind of related. That I saw something this morning or like this afternoon, um with it was this woman called Frances Barber who's like a really aggressive turf on Twitter. So like trigger warning for transphobia or whatever. Um, not whatever. Trigger warning for transphobia. <laughs> no. Of That's kind of bad. Um <laughs> but she tried to equate um there's something going on with like a ref in Scotland to do with like uh trans people. She tried to equate that to the war in Afghanistan um or what's happening in Afghanistan at the minute. Um and everyone's like what the fuck well most like, people are going what are you going on about yeah but some people and are I'm like oh Twitter yeah francis like, yeah Woo. and i'm just like sorry to bring that in i just reminded me of what i saw earlier yeah, I'm like no. what are you doing yeah
1: like, like what is the I think actual correlation people do that like, a lot yeah. um yeah. it's very disappointing to see um speaking of disappointments <laughs> <laughs> and big flops um we also have the i would say, say slightly like more like memey story i don't know i've seen a lot of memes around it um of um matt damon finally stopping using the f slur what a hero Which, ended like... homophobia on the spot <laughs> um yeah Why so was for he context
2: using it?
1: for context his daughter um, i think he he was re- he told this story during like a press interview for his new movie coming out um and he basically was like uh oh, so i told this like joke where i used the f slur um to my at, like my family at like the dinner table and my daughter like stormed up to her room and like he was like oh it's like a joke like i say it in one of my movies like what the hell um and she wrote him like a really long letter basically being like this is why you can't say that um and he was like oh and that like really that like made me stop using it i think trying to be like look how good i am like look how great or to be, I am. is
2: he trying to be like sorry I'm gonna call me June
1: yeah oh, for audio. context Wait. Kiva Kiva's done her weekly I'm gonna eat my dinner while the <laughs> podcast is happening
2: <laughs>
1: oh, um, oh
2: is he trying to be like oh look how the younger generations are teaching us and the way or like or was it just pure him being like listen to how great I am
1: I think he probably I don't he was I feel like in his mind he was like oh this is like a great like allyship positive story to tell mm. and I think his PR team went fuck as soon as he yeah. said it because obviously like yeah like the obvious thing which everyone thinks as soon as they hear that story is but why were you still saying it in the yeah. first place at dinner. I think you tried to backtrack yeah at like din- at, di- at, d- at dinner at dinner of
3: all times like wait, what, what context are you just like having your I don't know like what Matt Damon has for dinner uh salmon Salmon and you're having and your salmon, salmon and potato salmon Argus. and a bit of gra- grains. Okay. In what context are you just gonna tell a joke with that word in it and be like, haha? Like, come on, yeah. there's a you know I'm always gonna say there's, there's not a time and a place for that. There's a time and a place for jokes and dinner time is not that time.
1: Yeah. Never no, mind j- yeah. with slurs.
3: No never <laughs> mind what slurs, that's just the worst. But he I don't see when Yeah, I I'm sure his publicist was just sh- like shitting themselves. But yeah. like, that's I, why, yeah you'd say that that was quite admirable if this was 1998 but i'm like has that yeah that word's like, not been <laughs> that's the thing okay. it kind of sounds as if
2: he's being like wow so guys you know I, re- I learned recently that actually we shouldn't be saying this word and and you know it feels feels great that i now have realized this as if like everyone else would be like wow oh my god okay yeah i should stop using that too 20 yeah. years ago <laughs>
1: Come on. It now. felt like he was try- Yeah, he was trying to give a lesson and very much like I yeah. was like we've already learned that. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz we have a decent conscience, Matt. Um so yeah, very much a flop moment on his part. Um I guess we stan the daughter? Like <laughs> Oh, we stand her. Um, What's her. Um pick up the daughter. Let's find out. Shall we look it up now?
3: Miss um,
1: Damon. It- oh, there is so he's got three daughters, so I don't know which one it was um but Isabella, Stella and Gia um we very much support you and all your efforts. I have always Gia. -Gia. (laughs) Anti-vax
3: legend Gia Gun.
1: Oh my god. Stop. I I know we don't talk about I know we don't talk about Drag Race but the game within a game finally happened this
2: week. Oh my god I'm really behind on everything that I've ever watched in my life so I haven't seen that yet but
1: Okay. Well, spoilers, I know we but don't. It's, it's good. Oh, okay.
2: It's oh, very good. interesting. Hmm. Yeah,
1: um, it's like entertaining. Yeah, it's a entertaining R of TV, is what I will say.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to it. Um, mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I know we don't talk about Drag Race, even though we somehow always end up bringing it up nearly every episode. But mm-hmm. another we news piece. Do we want to just mention for Drag Race UK season three cast being announced, and. Somebody help me here with the Queen's name.
1: Victoria Stone. Is that her? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Victoria. I think that's... The first yeah, that is ever
2: a... cis female drag queen on, on Drag Race. So that's cool. Yeah. We stand that.
1: Yeah. Re- like, really, really cool. Mm. Um, I also just, uh, based on her, like, Meet the Queen's video, I just love her personality. She seems
2: mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah, she seems nice. Um, cool.
1: Very warm. Was and I think there's Twitter. been there's been some backlash, but a general positive reaction, which mm. is quite nice as well. I mean, Um,
2: of course, there's going to be backlash, like, because there's always going to be ignorant people within, like, the queer community and outside of, well, um, not that people outside of it would be that interested, but you know what I mean? Like, you're going to get people who are just being misogynistic anyway, but mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's cool. Although I will say, like, um, I did think that cast was, like, very white.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah. very white. Very, very 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 English, very London. Yeah. You know, and Definitely. if you're gonna have that many London queens, like why that's exactly are they white?
3: that's exactly what I said. Yeah. I said fair enough if you got looked for London queens, but if anywhere in the UK is gonna have a, like the racial diversity in terms of yeah. drag queens, it's going to be London. What the, What are you exactly. doing? It's just it. It just baffles, It just baffles me the lack of self awareness that like
0: yeah. they think mm-hmm. that that's
3: an okay image to like put out there. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, Yeah, so strange so that was a bit
2: disappointing but then like when I when I learned that about um Victoria's Gone I was like oh that's cool
1: yeah I think that's so cool I I think it's a shame because I feel like the second season had like a real like variety of drag whereas the third one Mm. felt a little bit more like and maybe it is because it's London centric but it just felt like a little bit more like closed apart Mm. from Victoria um and a couple others yeah
2: (laughs) but I mean I feel like they probably really like rushed this season out
1: yeah, Although, to I be think like, rumours the... have said that's what's happened yeah. pretty much. I guess um, to be
2: fair the would it have come at the... oh no it still is quite early is it? Because because obviously the second one there to... was like a big gap in between for lockdown.
1: Yeah but... so I think what happened was um, because of the lockdown thing it added into the like pre-production time at least mm-hmm. of the third season which meant they probably couldn't spend as many resources on their casting and right. um, all that kind of stuff, not as an excuse. I still don't think it's acceptable. I just think probably, like context-wise, that's maybe mm. what happened. That's just speculation. um, um But oh, still disappointing.
3: I want to use my platform on this podcast to say that I stand Lawrence Cheney, and I think that Lawrence Cheney deserved to win. I love Vimini, but I think Vimini mm. can come back. Vimini will, you know, international all stars, UK all stars. Lawrence, I love Lawrence. Mm. That's all I want to say. And yeah. The, no, the backlash was not deserved. Yeah.
2: I think that's so fair because I like was a big Bimini fan and I was like disappointed but mm-hmm. then like the the hate that Lawrence was and still is getting yeah is so unfair like get over yeah. it like and I exactly. do feel like it's Bimini tastes and Ahura are like getting so much exposure now and like doing all these like magazine shoots and Little blah 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 like yeah, and then like Lawrence is like not getting that same attention at all, which is like not fair.
3: It's just fat phobia, like that's like, and, and Lawrence yeah. has said that it's yeah. it's pretty pretty privileged. It's like, um it's so disappointing to see, and I'm like, if mm. if Emily was Lawrence and Lawrence was bimini like w- in terms of like their aesthetics or whatever, like what would have? It'd be interesting to see if, what what would have changed and. Mm. um yeah. i do believe that she and i think as well like again not to talk too much about drag race but the way that eureka and silky in the past have been portrayed um here mm. on all stars um six as being like gobby and bossy and mean i'm like mm. if that was a thinner queen that would have just been like oh she's just bitchy she's just catty she's just like you know sassy yeah like
1: yeah, yeah i've always thought that, that way Like, about... oh but i
2: live for it though like yeah that's so true
1: yeah I've always felt that way. Mm. I think it's no secret about Ahura and how I, her attitude is seen as iconic to mm. by so many people. When I think it's very rude, and I think people treat it as iconic because of what she looks like. Yeah, um, I think that's fair. But here, sure, we don't talk about drag race on this podcast. Yeah, so <laughs> um, I was... Can I mention, like, you know, the way at the end of the news they always say like one like little happy tip bit.
3: Yes. Yes,
2: and I know what yours is going to be. Obviously, so yes, go ahead, Simon. Um,
1: Lord released her third album, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was beautiful. And I know that some people didn't, and that's okay as well. Um, mm-hmm. but it was really special for me. And I had a lovely um Thursday night stroke. Then I went with my best friend who introduced me to Lord. Shout out Tom. Um for like breakfast the like before i went oh. to work and stuff as well and we listened to the album in the park again which was something i originally did with queen Eva brown from midnight memories for folklore's yes. birthday so shout oh, out to her so. for that as well um but yeah it's really lovely mm. um if you get the chance listen to it um it's very different to her normal work um but i think it's very mature and lovely and beautiful
3: i love that just like me
1: you know it <laughs> yeah. um Kiva, this is more just like a personal interest thing. You can cut this if you want. Have you listened to Billie Eilish's album?
2: Oh my God, yes. Uh, on repeat. I haven't listened to Laura's album yet, but I will listen to it. I'm just waiting for like the right time where I can like listen to it in peace.
1: That's okay. Um, I already knew that because I looked at all my friends' last FMs to see who'd listen oh. to
2: it. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I've listened to Billie's album quite a lot. Um. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Enjoying it? Big fan. I yeah. really like it. Yeah, really, really like it.
1: This is my first time listening to a Billie Eilish album, um, because Sam played some of it for us. Mm. Very impressed. Very good. Um, It's
2: quite. It's kind of like a quite different vibe to her first album, but at the same time, it's like still very Billie Eilish. But mm -hmm. yeah, I I, I, I'm a big fan. Yeah,
1: good, good. I really liked NDA specifically. It's my favorite. Anyway, yeah. Um, with that, I like her hair.
3: It's pretty. I like her hair. I really like her
0: hair.
3: I what yeah I, I can't say I've listened to it because I feel like a granny because I'm like I've listened to Billie Eilish like I know I'm probably I'm like the same age as you but like there's yeah. something <laughs> I've got like um a granny vibe like a granny like an old soul I, when I listen I'm an old soul like but not like yeah I don't know I I I just I listen to like sad old people singing.
1: I was gonna say it's like I feel like Caitlin's like I only listen to 1980s punk rock
3: (laughs) kind of but like I do love pop, but like I don't feel like I can talk about it because I it just seems sad so
1: (laughs) that's no I I love it and to be honest when you suggest music to me I find it so fascinating because it is like from a different like um sorry oh my god I just find it it's just so like interesting it's like an archaic like kind of it's um a, look through it's history like cave paintings.
3: it's like the cave paintings <laughs> the oral cave paintings from your time the period you piece
1: young. yeah Absolutely. yeah exactly <laughs> um no i just really enjoy caitlin's got a really good music taste as well and mm. it's like cool and alternative um love don't diss it this what do what friend, you listen to
3: um i listen to god i'm gonna forget people now um i love um the mountain goats um uh uh who are like kind of folky rock band i love jeff rosenstock he's kind of like punk ska
1: because
3: <laughs> i am a terrible person who no you like, can't beat a bit of ska <laughs> enjoys ska enjoys punk ska music because i'm a 13 year old boy who plays Fortnite apparently um <laughs> well i listen start listening to i love like iconic divas i love jim mcdonald um jim mcdonald also oh, has a man. new album out which I need to listen to like it came out on Friday <laughs> I need to I need to get on it so it's a very oh eclectic gosh. mix of just like yeah. stuff that your nan would listen to or that you're like that your dad, dad would listen to dad yeah. yeah you're depressed daddy won't leave his shed like you that's kind of my vibes
1: sorry Caitlin you haven't mentioned the um the best piece of music you listen to by a certain RuPaul's Drag Race Queen so
3: um, I was I was just playing this before um, you got on caves i Mrs. Casha Davis, season seven, of Mrs. Casha Davis, um, sent I got um heard her to do a cameo for my friend for his birthday, oh and I'm she sure. sang her 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 single cocktail. Her
1: hit song. Um,
3: her hit song cocktail. Uh
1: which I feel oh, like we're both what? a big stan of, Caitlin. Um, so stream Mrs. Cash Davis, roll the news Stream Mrs.
3: Casha Davis, Stro- stream oh, the video go? of her mistake some of Madison
1: time and- for a cocktail. Deal. How does it go? I just Kiva, that up. Kiva. That's Something genuinely. Like that. That's quite close.
3: Pretty much. It's a cocktail. <laughs> cocktail. 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 cocktail.
1: <laughs> it's like really no, It's so calm. Let's
3: all have a party it's gender gay or straight it's time to celebrate oh my There's god this I iconic
1: clip of her um mystique yeah. summers madison and nicole Page brooks on a rooftop somewhere i think of the y presents. like the Beatles, like lip yeah like lip <laughs>
3: syncing it it's so funny it's so random i'm like what is happening oh but god. it's actually one of my favorite videos um but yeah, yeah so that's that's you know give me that and then like jim mcdonald's sad dad rock and love i'm it. happy <laughs> uh,
2: that was that was just um, another wee segue that we probably didn't need for time but um, <laughs>
1: i love it hey. anyway end news there um and actually to be fair that segue segues on nicely because um this week's um main event shall we say um <laughs> was very musical like themed and orientated and originally I guess was actually a musical. Mm-hmm. Um so this week we watched Caitlin do you want to tell us?
3: Hedwig on the angry inch. Woo! Woo
1: um actually chosen by Caitlin themselves as well. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah like let's let's first sort of um what do you think is best to do do you think we should first explain just generally what Hedwig is and then maybe go into like sort of like why you picked that and stuff as well. Like why you thought this would be a good thing to sort of listen to.
3: Yeah, that sounds that sounds good to me. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. We watched the film, not the stage version. So the film, which I'm more I'm more familiar with, the film mm. is about um, this person formerly known as Hansel, now known as Hedwig, who is a kind of jaded rock star, kind of like rock and roll singer. Mm. Um, they were around during the time of the Berlin Wall, they're originally from Germany Um, and in order to come to America, (laughs) this all sounds so weird, in order to come to America uh, and get married to this man who they were going to go with, they had to get a sex change, it went wrong Um, Mm. and they were left with an angry inch, I put that in quotation marks, which they sing about and is the title of the the film and yeah, it's a really kind of strange, funny, beautiful exploration of of gender and um, love. Um, what it is to be a person in love and, and the pursuit of that i think um and it came out in like 2001 so mm-hmm. i i watched it for the first time when i was like 12 um oh wow which no, is that's, why I'm, that's
1: genuinely classed
3: yeah which is why i'm like this i don't know how <laughs> i found it because i remember my mom told somebody at work because he was really into films she was like oh you can't let watching this film the headbook and the angry Engine. and he like looked at her as if to go like do you know what that do you know what that is um and I just loved it I just um I had a really big thing I don't know if it was because I was like fascinated by them or like um was attracted to like I loved like androgynous um Mm -hmm. people when I was like Alan Cumming and like John Cameron Mitchell these kind of like yeah I just loved all that kind of stuff and I loved the music and um -hmm. I think at the time I hadn't identified queerness within myself, but there was something that really resonated with me with um Yeah, with the film.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: um I actually haven't I haven't rewatched it in years and then rewatched it for this and I was like oh god it's really like so much of it went over my head obviously when I was younger. Mm. Um and it's really funny and um obviously there's some like dicey bits or weird bits or tricky bits, but I think yeah, I just really I really love it and I think I have that attachment to it as well
1: yeah um Mm -hmm.
3: where at that time of my life um I found it and uh yeah that's that's bro yeah
1: yeah no that that's so sick and like what a cool like movie to like grow up with like access to as well (laughs) because like I'd always heard of Hedwig but I feel like I heard about like much later and realistically it's because of like who appeared on it in Broadway and stuff like that as well um but yeah like for me like it was such a like cool like genderfuck um sort of like overall like experience and also the music was really banging. um yeah just personally so yeah i really enjoyed it
2: yeah i wasn't expecting or well i just, i didn't really know how i was going to feel about the music because not really my kind of style like the kind of punky thing but because it's like kind of like with a musical theater flair, like I really liked the music, like because it just had like great melodies and stuff. Like what what do you call the one, the origin of love? Like that's a beautiful mm. song. So mm. yeah, I loved it.
1: Yeah, was absolutely banging. What can what can we say? <laughs> um, <laughs> and the <obviously>, end. <laughs> and, and and there you up. have it. folks. Thank and you that's for that's there. tuning
2: in. <laughs> Let's get the oh, wheel play. out.
1: Um, yeah, but obviously, um, in general, it poses like a lot of like really interesting like questions and brings mm-hmm. with it a lot of really interesting themes and one of them, I think you sort of touched on already, Caitlin, but something that I would be interested to maybe have a chat about um, is it's sort of like portrayal of gender and discussions around gender, I think in general, um, because like when I was like originally sort of like talking about it, I was like, it's not really like some people I talked to have been like, oh, it's, so it's about a drag queen. And I'm like, I uh, like
2: no mm, yeah because really. that's what i thought too um, but it's not really
1: yeah and it, it was like it's more and it's not about like i don't think it's about a necessarily like transgender story either um it's kind of like more about like gender and to me it sort of like hit on like non-binary and like the kind of like gender spectrum as a whole um mm. and how a like performative gender is because i think that's shown throughout the whole thing um but also yeah just sort of like how complicated a topic it is and mm. um I think Hedwig is a really complicated character um and like it was just so like fascinating and especially for 2001 like I felt like the gender fuck of it all was like really interesting um yeah definitely how did you guys feel about it
3: <laughs> well I've done like a bit of reading on it because I I kind you're of a scholar because I'm a scholar um, <laughs> did not finish university but um, I'm a scholar and like <laughs> I've just got a quote here but it's from I read, I read this interview with John Cameron Mitchell and it was mm. heaven gets forced into something by what I call the binarchy which comes under the patriarchy to be a man you have to do this to be a woman you have to be that and to be free you have to be one or the other mm-hmm. Um, and then he, like they go on to say like John, John Cameron Mitchell now identifies as non-binary I think at the time they didn't have a label for that because yeah um we weren't there but so i think that's a really interesting thing yeah um because i have seen some criticism about its portrayal but i think it's about how you frame it and if it's framed as a trans narrative then i think obviously there are a lot of flaws in it but i don't think that's what this film is
2: yeah no yeah definitely because i mean the whole thing of like her getting or them getting the um gender reassignment surgery whatever like that wasn't something that they they wanted to do themselves it was more like Mm
0: -hmm. the
2: guy that they were marrying was like oh here's something that you gotta do now and they're kind of like what okay like so like it didn't really feel like yeah that it was like a i want to be a woman or i'm doing drag Blah 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 it was just more kind of like gender wasn't even really something like it was just kind of more like very fluid was the impression mm-hmm. I got you know
1: yeah I fully agree with that I think there's a lot of points in the movie and that's one of the key ones where like a gender is almost like forced upon Hedwig yeah but to yeah me it, it feels so much like Hedwig doesn't necessarily have like a binary gender of mm. male or female it's somewhere in that in between which it,
2: yeah um, like is very just kind of around just talking about being themselves kind of thing yeah and also still exploring
1: that um which Mm. I just thought was really cool um and also like I don't know I personally I just thought like to see that in this more like punk cool lens um was like really like radical Mm. for me (laughs) um it just do do you know what I mean No, like do you ever see like photos of like oh I'm gonna mention um satan's name You ever see photos of like RuPaul before she like was on Drag Race when she like looked really punk rock and cool? Yeah, and like more.
2: Yeah, I'm always like that
1: that side of drag and like what I guess is sometimes showcased on like Dragula and stuff and like that side of like gender performance but also gender identity to me is like so cool and like a world that I'm so like not like in like ingrained in but really like want to like know more about and I think that like it captures that kind of like grittiness like really well throughout the movie. Basically, it was great. <laughs> yeah. I,
3: I love how silly it is. I'm like, yes. How funny it was. I'm like, mm-hmm. like the penis puppet. I wrote down. I love the bit with the head in the oven. Like, I just think there's so many. Like, that sounds more depressing if you've not seen it. It's yeah. not. <laughs> it was like the bit with the head in the oven. is so playful. Oh my god. Um, well. but, <laughs> like the humor and like the the playfulness I think as well make it not seem so kind of because I think there's a real danger of a film like it's becoming really like cloying and like really like mm. um yeah I don't know too like I don't want to say too much but I, there I, are some I love quite Hope like Boy.
2: heavy themes or like moments in yeah. it but it mm-hmm. like keeps it quite playful and stuff throughout so that it's not like yeah, I don't know, but I know what you mean.
3: Yeah, it's so dense. I don't know like mm. that, that I love that when I was younger, my favorite bit um was wig in a Box because I loved how like playful that was and how many mm-hmm. surprises there were and like when they you know they're in the car that, well, not caravan, but you know what I mean? Like the trailer part of mm. the trailer and mm. the the side comes down and just you're like that's magic. And like yeah. looking back as well, just from someone who's trying to make stuff in the arts, I'm like this looks expensive i know it's low budget but like i'm like why did they how did they make this um (laughs) such a low budget a practical head was on but um yeah i love i I love the whimsy
1: yeah i was gonna say i actually find it interesting like i have read the wikipedia page therefore i too am a scholar (laughs) (laughs) um that it like didn't like i well i'm not surprised that it didn't necessarily make like it's projected um Budget and stuff, but I just find all that stuff sort of like interesting because apparently it came out really close to 9 11. Um, and because of that, the um, film. it was yeah, so the film actually came out really close to 9 11, mm. and because of that, um, obviously, horrible tragedy, um, it like caused a lot of theaters to like show movies for free. Um mm. and- as sort of, I guess, like a counter to like such a depressing moment in American mm. history. Um, so the guy John who wrote it, um, who non-binary, so maybe shouldn't use the word guy there. Apologies. Um but sort of um, has said like, oh, it actually did quite well. It's just that a lot of like the show, like like showings of it were free and it sort of gained a really cool like cult following. And mm. there were mentions of like Rocky Horror and stuff of like that as well. Mm. And sort of like how it's in a similar like musical territory to that. And I can just like totally see that. I think it's- yeah. um, yeah, just like really, sort of like fascinating. I'd be really intrigued, and this is something we can talk about later. But like, do people like dress up to go see it and stuff like that? Like, is it like Rocky Horror, or do people wear those like really funky yellow um mm. I feel merch like yeah, in general,
2: <laughs> because there's that whole thing in. Um, I mentioned this before, Simon. I know you haven't seen it, but Caitlin, have you watched um, Sex Education, the, the TV show? No. It's great. It's great. You should watch it, but they have a whole thing in it of like one of the characters is like a big Hedwig fan and he him and his friend like go like every year or something to go like well, I don't know if they go and see a production of it or maybe just go and watch the film or something and like he'll like get dressed up in like drag and like wear the the iconic wig and everything for that um so that was like a whole little thing so I feel like it must be a thing that people do which is cool
3: yeah it's- it's got a devoted fan base i think i watched a documentary i feel like or it might have been a video about like headwig on broadway and it had so the fans of it call themselves the Headheads, and like <laughs> i think that's that, Well, i think the people in the film i could be wrong about this could be were actual Hedwig fans of the original um Broadway production and like love so that. yeah and apparently it was, especially when you went to see it live in the theater like um people would go hundreds of times somebody mm. um proposed to someone and then they got married at a Hedwig show like so it was like a real like um devoted fan base and who like loved it um that kind of cult following um Mm -hmm. as you said um but yeah I I I think I heard that I could be wrong so that's a disclaimer but it's that kind of vibe and I think John Cameron Mitchell to this day they still have such a love for Hedwig and like Mm -hmm. the fans like they still go out and perform as Hedwig on tour even if they're not doing the show it's like
1: yeah, it's just, I find it really interesting. Yeah. yeah, um, I, I would love to like see a Hedwig concert, if that makes sense, like if we lived in the same world that like Hedwig was a performer, like some of the like shows that she does in the diners, like especially the one with the big brawl, which I think is the Angry Inch one, um just like the like level of like anger and like presence i'm mm. just like oh this is like so cool yeah
3: yeah that was one of my notes i was like i want to see them live like the, that band like yeah. i would like mm. i just i'd just be there i'd be like screaming i'd be there like number one fan. i just Do love
2: you like a... sorry
1: sorry, kiva you've gone ahead
2: no, <laughs> i was just gonna say i just love like when they'd be playing to like four people or like and it's like old people sitting looking at them like what the fuck is going on but they're still giving it like 110% like smashing shit and like going and feel like punky and all it's just like
1: yeah which again plays into performer. that whole campness yeah mm.
3: yeah the whole like sugar daddy sequence is so funny mm. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that one's great
3: uh, oh it's so much fun but um one thing i was thinking about um nothing for me to play host here but I was oh my like gosh, I was no just please do
1: you're our ex you're a scholar um Caitlin Michael scholar. Kearns um itch I yeah I don't know I was trying to do a joke on like way people like people have letters after their names when they do like scholar Caitlin Michael Kearns
3: YMCA that's me um so
1: <laughs> thank you for saving I'm... my joke
3: <laughs> you're welcome that's what I'm here for that's what I'm here for I'm balding. Uh, <laughs> are you gonna say I'm balding, as if like I snatched a wig, and I was oh. like, no, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm
0: balding. So
3: I was gonna. Say, <laughs> I'm balding. <laughs> I um. I never thought about it till I kind of watched it this time around. Was like I want to ask, I to ask a question, I wanted to have a, I suppose pot like pose an idea, like is Hedwig a predator? Because I never really thought about it like that until like I watched it this time. And then mm-hmm. mentioning that Tommy's like seventeen, and the first like interaction they have is like her going to like wank him off in the bath. Um, so I, I, and I'd never thought about it before, and I, you know, it was just like a thing for me going, God, I never thought about it through this lens before.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually, um, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because it's something that I also when I, I think I actually texted you maybe when I was watching it, being like, how old is Tommy? Because it felt mm-hmm. weird that like they were in a position of. Higher as a um like babysitter, um so yeah I don't yeah. know it it sort of it did it had murky territory for me if I'm being honest
2: mm. yeah yeah I kind of did feel like you know that that was a bit of a dodgy situation maybe because mm-hmm. like what wasn't what like head Hedvig was like the babysitter and wasn't Tommy like kind of one of the kids
0: mm-hmm
2: yeah so like even that like even if he's like you know 17 or whatever that's like a bit dodgy to me anyway um but then also like I feel like she was a bit kind of kind of abusive towards um the other person in the band that I can't remember the name of
1: oh uh, uh, yes, her her husband
2: yeah oh yeah 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 and I don't use that word lightly but like the whole you know Well, you can't go. You can't leave because I have your passport and then cutting up the passport and all that there. So like, I feel like Hedvig is meant to be kind of like, you know, not necessarily like a good person or, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah. No, I think I think that makes a lot of sense, and I think it is like ambiguous throughout because I think the whole thing is you're sort of trying to figure out like is Hedwig's like feelings about Tommy justified or is there a sort of darker layer around yeah. all of this? Um, and actually it's it's interesting you bring up that relationship with Yitzhak as well, because I think from what I've read and Caitlin, you'll know more about this because you've seen the Broadway. Well, like you've seen like Broadway productions of it and stuff as well. Um, it, it, Yitzhak's, like seems like he's really like underexplored in the movie. Um, but very much, like, based on what I've read, it seems like Yitzhak sort of has a whole storyline about wanting to be a drag queen. Um, and yeah. all, like, that kind of... There's, I don't know, there's a lot of, like, interesting sort of backstory to Yitzhak, which I don't think was, like, fully mm. explored as well. Um, I not, sorry, that, that might be film, derailing.
2: But, but um, yeah, it kind of was, like, very, like... Could have been fleshed out a bit more in the film, probably. So, yeah, you tell us, Caitlin, what's it like in there? <laughs> in the stage production, because I wouldn't do that. I mean, it.
3: As, far as, I, as far as I know, because um, uh, from watching or whatever, it's like, Yitzhak yeah, like is a, a, a bigger part. I mean, Lena mm. Hall, who played the original, um, actually went on to play Hedwig, which is really interesting, because I think that that's mm. a really interesting thing live, is oh, how cool. there's been a mix of people, ident- people who ident- identify as uh, men, women, non-binary, mm. um, playing the part, and I think that that's really exciting and important. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, Lena went from playing Yitzhak to, to Hedwig, which I think is, like, so cool. Um, but, I mean, she won the Best Supporting Actress Tony, I want to say, mm-hmm. for that part. So, like, they're pretty wow. central. And uh, um, I actually, I I do not remember the actor's name in the film, but I think she's great. Like, I love her in the film. And, like, she's so, um, like, when I was younger, I didn't realise it, it was a cisgender, when well, I assume it was a cisgender woman playing mm-hmm. that part till, like, third watch um, just because i was just like well, i'm very attracted to this person um, okay. i'm very attracted to both of them to be honest mm. um but uh yeah and another thing to i don't know if you um know this in the show so basically the actor who plays hedwig also plays tommy gnosis so right. there's a duality okay. in that and mm-hmm. i think that's interesting that there's i was thinking about the last scene in the film sorry i'm jumping about but like no it's fine. how they're dressed the same and like they look the same and the whole thing with the Christian ideology and like
0: mm. it's,
3: it's like something about like headwig grooming Tommy into the person that she could never be or something. I think there's something in that. Mm. Um, so they oh, kind of blend really into
2: one, like in the stage production. If they're yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, must watch a wee bit. Like mm,
3: there are many to choose from. Um, <laughs> may I suggest? I feel like a waiter. I'm like, may I suggest the. uh <laughs> The Michael C. Hall or the John Cameron Mitchell, I would not recommend Neil Patrick Harris. Um, really? No. <laughs> really? Did you no. not? Did
2: you not rate him at all?
3: Too Broadway for me. Too like.
1: Interesting. This, and his, his accent is very
3: much like hurdy gurdy. Like, hello, I've had you, and I'm from Broadway, and I'm like, okay. Oh, um gosh, Like, they yeah. have the raw punk energy which I think like Michael C. Hall brought to the role, and Lena Hall like they're the rockers. Mm. Like, I think you need. Almost yeah to it have. felt more
1: sound of music
3: <laughs> yeah it sounded it sounded lovely but i'm like no i don't i don't buy it basically is the the mm. main thing it's whereas you know with john i buy it completely i just um
1: mm-hmm.
3: i think they're just great and um yeah interesting sorry, that was like five different tangents about whatever no, that well, welcome
1: to gator z <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> that's like all we do um yeah, because I was even going to say like the ending for me, and it's like something that we, I feel like we could talk about for ours, is like so um, open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for me, yeah. I started to be like, oh my gosh, is like um, Tommy, like a different like alter ego of Hedwig in general? And like how much of this story is true? Because I don't necessarily trust Hedwig as the most like um, accurate narrator and stuff as mm-hmm. well. Um, and that really fascinated me because of that duality and then obviously the whole um, sort of story about the like tattoo with the like people having two sides to them and stuff like Mm. is is this sort of like a is yeah I don't know I just thought it was really fascinating and again plays into that whole gender question Um, and like that whole end sequence is like beautiful and stunning but after the car crash I was like oh my gosh I don't even fully know what's going on I'm still really enjoying it but I feel like there's a (laughs) hundred different Yeah. Like ways I could take this now, which yeah. is a, a positive because it makes me want to go back and rewatch it all again as well.
3: Mm. Yeah. I think when I think when I've I was stunned younger. You into silence. <laughs> I think when I was younger, I thought that she died. Like I think that's what I thought. Like I mm. took it quite like not literally, but I was like, they're all in white, they're in heaven. Like mm. there's something. I mean about... it could be that though. Sometimes yeah it's I, I like
2: absolutely... the obvious thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, you, is it about it the death of Hedwig as a character? Because it's yeah. like she passes she on the way to Yitzhak and stuff, Tommy, mm-hmm. or something in between. Maybe it's not even Tommy. Maybe it's sort of like um Hansel? back to Hansel or someone new. Or completely. something complete yeah,
3: because
1: because mm. of the like nude form at the end, it kind of gives to me like blank canvas. Like
3: mm.
1: I'm start, I'm stripped back to like where I am at the start. Um, I don't know it was like th- that's what I mean the ending was just so fascinating and like the tattoo changing as well I thought was really cool because yeah. it's like okay in some way I've realized that like I am a whole as a person as opposed to half of one yeah um, I like
2: that tattoo as well <laughs> it's so cute yes I feel like I that's can. probably something that like p- people I was like oh I wonder do loads of people have that tattoo like the cult-, cult following people
3: we should all get matching yeah oh my I God, get that'd that. be so cute I would. <laughs> I genuinely would get that tattoo. Yeah, I, I love like, as well. I think.
1: Should I we live Simon. stream it on our Insta? Yeah. No, <laughs> but don't uh, Stick I'll book it on, on each other.
3: Yeah. Oh no! Oh. What? Sorry, Kayla. Um, you were saying. No, you're all right. I you messaged me. I we kind of briefly, briefly talked about the fact that the anime. We love the like the animation in it as well. Like mm, in the yeah, I love that. The use of that, like especially in the like, origin of love. Um. It's mm-hmm. so it's so like pretty, and I love the style of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. that made me wonder, like, how do they do it um, in the stage version? Like, because that was so interesting to me—the kind of like different little like forms of media or whatever, however you would call that—like blending yeah. together. It was just very cool. So yeah,
3: it's it's kind of presented like a concert, like on the on the Broadway revival. The whole joke is like they're using the set of the Hurt Locker, the musical, which is a fake musical that they've made up, mm-hmm. and it's like the day, off, the, their day off. So like Hedwig's rented out the theater next to Tommy Nosis, um, and that's what we're watching is like uh, mm-hmm. her teller story. But there's not too much mixed medium. There's like some really fun stuff in the revival where like she'll go into a car boot and come out and like have costume changed or like from um, wig in a box. They have loads of like heads which move um mm. and so it still I think keeps that like playful edge but perhaps not not as much as the film does which is why yeah. I think I prefer the film almost it has that kind of I don't want to use the word crafty because it sounds like shady but um like a cra- crafty edge but like it's got this like, handmade
1: <laughs> yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah it gives it an authentic feel because it is sort of like it's got a very well done low budget feel but like in a really like it makes it quite indie and like it, it adds yeah. to the like punk nature of it i said punk in quotation marks because who am i um (laughs) no
2: but it does it does have that pure like like weird indie film feel to it which it's like is perfect for it so then i do Mm -hmm. kind of wonder like uh, yeah i'll just have to watch like um the stage version to see like the difference because yeah like when you're saying that then about neil patrick harris i can't imagine like that being quite strange and just like too like show is you know
1: this, is is the musical pretty much um like a fake concert like the whole thing is like as the audience you're going to see Hedwig in concert like everyone is doing in the movie if that makes sense
3: yeah it's that's pretty much the vibe and then also like depending I suppose on the, the actor and how comfortable they are like improv like john cameron mitchell it's funny when you watch the length of the bootlegs and i think you can tell like john cameron mitchell's ones are always like about 10 to 50 minutes longer mm-hmm. because like they feel so comfortable riffing in that character and like improving yeah. and making jokes
1: mm-hmm.
3: um because it's so them to me anyway it's one of those kind of shows but um i actually watched it there was a tiktok came up with my head, like, the other day like, and it was like somebody doing a uh live version in america and um this person wouldn't stop talking and they started heckling them in character mm. as Hedwig and it was like it was great yeah <laughs> I like,
0: love,
1: that. love that oh my god! it's that kind of I,
3: show where you can yeah
1: it's a show I really say. want to see now because of the sort of like firstly I just think anything that's like meta theater and sort of like plays into the fact that the audience is there is really cool mm. um that, to be fair, stuff like that
2: that probably is how they kind of make it a bit more like edgy or whatever and not not like because because I feel like if it was really like polished like same thing every night really like beautiful perfect set and costumes and everything that would like not be the right vibe at all so yeah the fact that they do have like little bits room for like bits of improv and and you know maybe interacting with the audience and things like that it probably does give it that little like edge you know
0: Mm-hmm, yeah totally. and they put the
3: band on stage too so like it's mm. just like head rig the band and attack. And so it's like the dynamic between them as well and, and having that live band I think is nice because obviously if there is like something goes wrong or like there's um improv it's not like you're waiting for an orchestra to be like like kind of it's just it's just like you with a band on stage it's quite mm-hmm. liberating I think yeah um cool. but yeah it's it's um I'd love to see, I would love to see it live but mm. um, I'd be interested to see like I don't know who I'd want to see other than John Cameron Mitchell do it to be mm. honest like
1: yeah yeah because mm. I was just going to say John Cameron Mitchell like in the movie is a force Um, mm. like I feel really feel like they deserved um some form of like award for it and I don't think they really got one did they I don't know did they get an award for the movie Um, because to me it was like in terms of performance I was just like whoa the whole time mm-hmm. Um, in my in my professional critical opinion I was whoa the whole time
3: <laughs> I do feel though if this film was made now that they would absolutely like it would do the festival circuit and then like yeah. they would get Oscar buzz like I feel mm. like it's funny like weirdly how like I think there'd be obviously different things if it was made now but actually how a lot of the bones of that film could be made now and it would be as groundbreaking and as interesting and complex but perhaps people were more ready for it now um, yeah but like I think I think they're just amazing. And they actually John Cameron Mitchell retired from acting for like years and then they came back and they did Shrill, um, which is like the amazing mm-hmm. TV show um by like uh well originally by Lindy West, the book, and then uh I think A Bryant writes it as well as is in it, but it's very good. And then uh John's actually also playing um God uh, Joe Exotic in the new Tiger King TV show. Oh my god.
1: Oh my god. That's so
3: interesting. I didn't know that. John's okay.
1: life sounds fascinating because aren't they also like a, a fae or something there's something to do with like their let me go to their personal life section um <laughs> is that a
2: religion thing
1: yeah well sort of it's like a it's like a kind of movement I would probably say more than a religion um right let me see if I can find it. I definitely read this earlier on it does exist yeah so they're a radical fae or radical fairy um it's kind of like a countercultural movement seeking to redefine queer consciousness um through ooh. secular spirituality so very like free wave like mm. ooh, cool. yeah.
0: um
1: <laughs> just very like kind of unique i watch us like endorse this and then immediately like i'll read the wikipedia page and be like and they killed 800 people in her actual cult <laughs> um
2: but yeah i don't know
1: john seems cool
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I watched a um, couple Red of and interviews and stuff and they were cool.
1: There's yeah, no so controversy There's no controversies Ferry. Bit on the Wikipedia page, so let's count that as it. a win.
2: Yeah.
3: Always a good sign. Um.
1: Oh, and they seem very fuck <laughs> as well, which I'm very <laughs> here for. Um, Speaking of genderfuck, um, I just want to very briefly touch on the fact that Yitzak is in. Let me know. I don't know if this is true or not in the movie and in like the general context of the thing is supposed to be like a man, maybe a cis man. I don't know. Um, but is like always been like or largely anyway been played by a woman, which I think mm-hmm. is like pretty cool because I read on the wiki again um that it's supposed to just play into the whole idea that like gender is like fucked and not fucked but like as in like who the fuck cares about it in this like musical in general um and i just thought that was pretty cool and also Mm. i really like the person who played Yitzhak as well um i thought yeah yeah (laughs) because i
2: feel like um before i had seen it i kind of was like not sure if it was meant to be like um a trans woman or something and i was kind of like gosh i wonder like is this something that like people now would be like, oh, it shouldn't be like a man playing that, and obviously I'm not talking about like John Cameron Mitchell, but like Neil Patrick Harris or whatever. Yeah. But then it is more just like very like yeah, whatever. what is gender, yeah. you know, um, and like the way that they do have the the Yitzhak played by woman as well, kind of makes it like. Yeah, the whole thing is just like very fluid
1: mm-hmm. fluid I think the whole thing is very fluid yeah um, Lucy
2: goes,
1: Yeah. I did this um when I was when I was shopping the other day I like shimmied up the aisle because Maria was in front of me and I thought it'd be funny but this woman came around the corner and just put, like fully we like made <laughs> eye contact as I was doing this <laughs> Um, and I've, I've never lived it down. Well, I'm, I'm entering my camp phase. I say entering like I haven't been in it for the last 25 years. Come on now.
3: Coming out of your bitch phase into your camp it phase. Oh. She's a bitch queen.
1: That's it, you know, look at this. The delusion. Um, um, oh my god, oh my god. Guys, does everyone else feel a bit um, like. you jet and weird? Lag. Um, yeah. god, Something that's so strange Hmm. It's heart almost heart. like a day has passed.
2: It, yeah, we've been talking for so yeah. long. It's so intriguing that it's like it feels like another time in the world.
1: It feels like we yeah, we
2: took
3: a break. me too. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like an old pro, um, an aged, an you know, aged beauty. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah but at the same time, but it got
1: to me. Wow. Oh well, it's probably nothing. Let's keep going.
3: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. So we're camp. Yeah.
1: we're actors <laughs> we're
2: so Fun and quirky. Um. <laughs> so where were we, guys? Um, I believe five minutes we, ago were when we were discussing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um. God, Kiva, get that short-term memory loss looked at. Honestly, uh, I Just think we were real. at. I think we were at sort of like, we talked about the ending. Is there anything anyone else wants to say about the ending apart from it's very ambiguous?
3: The silence
1: her. is deafening. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the white was beautiful, beautiful guards. Mm.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I, <laughs> I guess it,
3: like
2: it was not, Well, was it right at the end or was it kind of towards the end that like, um, uh, Yitzhak is that, is, that, is that how you say that name? yep that um, they got their like moment as a drag queen that was nice mm-hmm. that was wholesome we love yeah, that for them y-
1: Yitzhak turns into Hedwig right like as in like not turns into but like takes on the persona there's like Hedwig. a handing
2: over off the wig so yeah is that what is that what that was that, yeah oh my god yeah actually I didn't cop onto that
3: I, I find some trivia around I don't know if this is key this whole fact um, but about Yitzhak and yeah, uh Yitzhak is a Jewish drag queen from Croatia and um he promised her that he would never do drag again. Um, because he's afraid that she'll um he'll become more feminine than her. Um oh, right. and then uh, yeah, that's on the stage show. Um so that's, oh that's God, the deal there. Right. And they'd filmed scenes covering that and that so it was meant to be more of a part of the film, but just for gravity, I think they just cut it out. But yeah, so right. Um, that's why they wanted to be in that Guam production of Rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, just <I was> laughing. I want to be, be uh, a Guam production of Rent. Um, it's, it's quite iconic.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, love that. God bless. Speaking friend. speaking of Rent, one of my fun facts was that um, apparently. Um, John Cameron Mitchell was offered the role of Angel originally but then couldn't do it because they were doing Hedwig which I thought was interesting because does that mean Angel wasn't like originally supposed to be Hispanic or like or was this a later production and then and they were just like kind of loosey-goosey with the casting I'm not sure
3: I wasn't sure if Angel was canonically Hispanic but I could be wrong because I know obviously Mimi's Canonically Hispanic, but I know that um, other performers of color, like Black performers, have played Angel um, in mm. more recent productions. So I wasn't sure, but um, I'm kind of glad. I can't imagine them not being at um, least a person of yeah. color.
2: Yeah,
3: I agree. Like a white Angel would be weird.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that was just an interesting fact. But yeah, no, I agree. I feel like. It. It. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs
1: up never, facts. Nothing else, is <laughs> it? I. My fun fact is I've never seen Rent. Is that? Is that really bad? Oh really? Yeah. I. I, I find, that. um, I've oh, signed. um I've signed ninety six thousand like every choir in the like noddies has. But... Simon
2: ninety six thousand is from In the Heights. Not. Oh my god. Oh. That's so <laughs> awkward. That's so awkward, guys. I'm you, this you, is my yeah, official
1: resignation from the podcast. Are you talking
2: 싶ar? about um
1: seasons of love where they're like, Yeah, I'm talking about seasons of love because oh. they're like, Yeah, <clears> yeah, um... <"Bu-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na."> <laughs> <laughs> with the number, <laughs> yeah,
2: oh my god, is. and then Abuela jumps
1: in halfway through and it's like, <laughs> Yes, yeah, loving it.
3: Um, I love, I used to love right when I was a teenager, I was one kind of those things, right i have rent and then like i have like a, a rent book somewhere like which was all about the making of rent oh embarrassed and i went to see oh. loads of, like end of the French productions Aww. um like really dodgy ones and i was like 14 and brought my mom who's just like what is this um i've never seen yeah, like but- um
2: a stage version of it and i would love to but like me and my sister have just watched the film like a million times and like we just can always go back to it like i feel like crying do you want to watch rent like
1: i will watch it at some point possibly on the podcast yeah. who knows maybe i, like letters. I kind um, of feel
2: like somebody made a comment before about how they, they like that we don't go for like really obvious options on this that we kind of have a good variety of stuff so then i feel like oh rent is such an obvious like or is more rent but but it it's is an obvious though. if I haven't seen it. I mean,
1: you haven't seen it, so maybe we need to do that. What if we do the musical and we'll like just specifically like look at the musical first and then be like, oh, and there's a movie. So like we look at it through the lens of like a really famous because they did rent live, didn't they?
2: Yeah, they did the rent live thing, and um, yeah, I don't know if it was good. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't great. I didn't watch it, but I heard it wasn't like the best. One of the um, one of the one of the
3: injuries. One of the cats injured themselves. Like they had to show a dress rehearsal because, oh. so it wasn't live, because I think the guy named oh Mark God. hurt himself on the day yeah. it was meant to happen, so they ended up having to broadcast a oh dress rehearsal, so no one was going full out, so it was a bit of a flop, and that oh, is actually I the one. I didn't know that. Oh, that's... Yeah, I there is a, a recorded version of the Broadway show, which is which is good. Mm. Like, from, it was like the last night on Broadway, so I would recommend oh. that one. That
1: sounds um, very good. yeah. Maybe we should start a gay musical theatre podcast on the side.
3: Patreon only. Oh my gosh,
1: yeah. I would love that. Do you want to see Gay Dizzy? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Thank you for that, David. <laughs> Can
0: you like, guys tell why I'm really, I didn't get I'm really loving yeah, I'm your
2: transition into just like <laughs> a singer, Simon. You're just like giving me musicality. Um... Yeah. Anyway, what are we saying?
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry. I feel like yeah.
2: We got sidetracked I'm in, by I'm rent in a silly
3: <laughs> So I'm just in a silly goofy mood. We're just quirky, you guys. Get
1: used to it. um So yeah, the ending of the play is ambiguous, but interesting because of that. And once again, with um Yitzhak, there's like a lot of interesting stuff just happening about gender the whole way through, and I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah um yeah for sure does anyone else does anyone else have anything else to say about the ending or shall we never speak about it again
2: no I, I don't have
1: anything to say let's move on uh, mm-hmm. nice love that RIP the ending <laughs> um <laughs> um there was just two, well two other things I wanted to talk about but of course like who am I to take charge if anyone else has something they want to talk about just like Mute me. I don't know. Keep keeping your in charge of this. I want to talk soon.
3: about your attitude.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's
1: oh no. actually an oh intervention,
2: God. Simon. It's really, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, it think... was a wee bit funny to start, but it's, you've taken it a wee bit too far now, and
1: too much. Can I can I have my union rep please before we have an mm-hmm. HR meeting? Well,
2: we've spoken to HR, and you know, it's just like really not on anymore.
3: No.
1: Wow. wow. Guys, stop this is too
3: bossy,
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, no. you, I just think My you need to like doesn't. remember your place. To be honest, mm-hmm. you're yeah. getting a wee bit big for your boots. You need to remember who's boss here.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. God.
3: He actually knows it because oh, I'm God. close to Simon. Yeah. Like, just got me in for reinforcement. Um,
1: yeah. Oh, it's like so that's it's, this
3: whole episode is a rose. Shade of <laughs> the <football. laughs> Yeah. You know, it's just an intervention. Um,
1: well, surprise. I'm um, I'm deeply sorry for all that I've done, um and all I can do is learn, right?
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, um because of that, I'm going to mute myself, and you guys just go on ahead with everyone <laughs> to talk about.
2: No, Simon,
3: come <laughs> oh, back. and your notes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I haven't actually done any research. Please <laughs> come. Simon,
3: come back. My organized can Unmute, oh, I want to hear your laughter. Is, is He's beautiful. laughing so
2: much, guys. We can watch, see him laughing, but we can't hear it. Give me those angelic sounds. Uh,
1: um, <laughs> I've I've considered your offer. Um, on a closer inspection, I will be returning to the podcast. Oh, but great, I want to triple um the wage I'm getting. Okay, so I'm that, that will be zero times three. Nine, nine,
2: eight, yeah, so zero. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds reasonable to me, yeah
1: Nice, good, thank so, you Um, People are going to okay, listen to the on. end part of this podcast And be like, what the fuck happened to <laughs> <laughs> Come on,
3: Deborah Meaden like, We were all. like
2: semi-sane yesterday And then, I mean, yeah. five minutes ago And now we're like on something We've all been
1: through a Monday for, Everyone's yeah. silly on a Monday
2: we, We've we been through things since we last spoke yeah. to you guys Ten minutes ago Absolutely. People might be hungover. I'll say nothing <laughs>
3: See <laughs> who I'm just hyped up because Love Island finals at nine and I'm um, Oh my a horrible person who watches Love Island no
2: same I, I have it. been watching it but I haven't watched it in like a couple of weeks because I just haven't had time and now I'm like fuck's sake like it's the finale already because I kept being like oh, we'll catch up we'll catch up before it ends and like Simon's shocked apparently he did a shocked emoji there was an
3: iconic mm. there was a, a one of the mums came on yesterday and, um, and it, it was um, I don't want it mild, but it was Chloe's mum I'll just say that and she was right. like you've been iconic like she is great culture honestly
0: Aww, I- <laughs> she love was that.
3: like you have been <laughs> iconic and she came in a maxi dress and I was like I
1: love this
2: woman it's done can we get her Stone. on the
1: podcast
2: I think we could yeah let's do
1: it <laughs> get Chloe's mom on the pod <laughs> We're, We're I, feel like, I feel like Chloe's mom is a bit more obtainable than Janelle Monet. Um to be honest. Yeah, let's <laughs>
2: maybe start smaller and we'll build our way up. You know, so it goes Chloe's mom, um, then Demi and then Janelle Monet. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then Lil Nas.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That, that sounds, that
3: really sounds good. Like a plan. And
2: then yeah. like Julianne from ETV. Yeah. Ooh, tough one. But we'll get there one day.
3: Dragons. Yeah. You, you have to drink
2: big.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: That's it. Dizzying lights. Yeah.
1: Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, after that we? 10 minute segment, Spiel. Spiel. The movie that we were talking about, guys, beforehand.
2: <laughs> uh... Yeah, why are we here? What is this? What is going on, guys? <laughs> what
1: the fuck is going on in here on this day? Hedwig. Imagine, Hedwig. imagine someone listening to this podcast for like deep takes and like actual like scholarism. For like the culture. So, I mean, I, are
3: you talking down us? Like honestly, this is like, again you're an action, and honestly, I'm not here for it. again. So anyway, Hedwig's outfits. So, like I mean. um, <laughs> anyway, okay. pretty, back to the important stuff. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, um, yeah. costumes, unreal. Um, yeah, Hedwig a lot of the
1: fashion icon throughout the movie, and. Do we have a fave?
3: I think me and you were in agreement, Simon. The little pink ensemble which uh, Hedwig wears in the mall—pink right, and like the tartan skirt—that's like daytime realness. Oh, yes, yeah.
2: yeah, love. The, ha- the hair dress was quite kind of iconic as well. I feel like.
1: Um, hmm. One of, to be honest, like, is it the thing Hedwig wears at the very start, which is quite like denimy as well
3: yeah that's kind of like the iconic i think usually that's the outfit like with the wings kind of thing with the bottom wall mm.
1: yes that looked so sick too. and also like high key i think i've already mentioned this but Hedwig's merch in general is just like 10 out of 10 like there's like okay. those big like yellow like head dress things you can get yeah um, with the
2: like big curl thingies whatever
1: i wonder do they Unreal. sell those at the musical because that would be really sick if they did
2: sorry can I just say I like went to Google Hedwig outfits just to like have a wee peruse and like of course it's all fucking literally Hedwig from Harry Potter like owl I costumes it, and owl jumpers oh my god the <laughs> chokehold on society is too much.
1: Kiva's favorite just, um Hedwig outfit just, was the oil one <laughs> with, with Hedwig I really in like,
2: in um Harry Potter 2 the one where we're run <laughs> um vomit slugs um when Hedwig <laughs> is like just serving like feathers you know
3: <laughs> so um,
2: fairness, yeah. um, oh,
3: one thing man. I was going to say yesterday I forgot to say was like how often is it that there's a character with like an iconic silhouette like like you yeah. can see them mm-hmm. without any features just like a shadow of them and you know exactly who it is and like I think if you're able to create something like that like that's something like you made something
2: special like yeah it's very true yeah very iconic just the like yeah um Um, i feel like the little like yellow crop top with punk rock on on it's like very iconic as well with with a little like zebra e print trousers that she wears at one point if you guys can remember that yeah
3: that's the angry when um the
2: the angry and she's
1: mm, in the yeah, and yeah. That's when they so fly. That's iconic. Yes. Oh my gosh. Honestly, like as a visual experience, if anyone who somehow has got this far and been like, hmm, maybe I, I don't know if I'll watch it yet, like just watch it for the visuals alone because it's so like stunning to look watch at Watch it for
2: like the pretty outfits and like her yeah. makeup yeah. too, like so pretty, just yes. like oh stunning.
1: I love those eyebrows, like, so much. They're, mm. like, obviously very, I think, I don't know, like, I don't know anything about makeup, but it feels very, like, Berlin, like, German-inspired anyway. Yeah, um, also
2: just, like, the 90s. Wait, did this come out in the 90s? Am I totally wrong? Oh, no, this came out, like, a but very, like yeah, 2001, but, but those, like, really super thin very, eyebrows was, like, very that time.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And, like,
2: I feel like it is very 90s. It feels mm. very 90s. It does, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Love that.
1: Edwig was serving looks and reading See? books.
3: <laughs> serving looks, studying pretty. She's the bitch from Berlin City.
1: Serving looks, delivering yes. books because she's an aisle.
3: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> LOL. JK. Oh, I mean,
2: uh,
1: what? <laughs> mm. Mm. Let's uh, 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 Vomit. Vom Kiva, please mute all the turf talk that is becoming... <laughs>
2: Yeah, oh my god. Me sorry, side note me and if I went into um Primark yesterday. Sorry, Becky Hughes, I'm so sorry. Um because they had just had a lot <laughs> so of like expected. nice bits at the minute. And like obviously, you know, Primark is like cheap. So we went in, got a few bits in London. But like the fucking amount of Harry Potter stuff still oh. to this day is like <laughs> and like they're not even cute. They're not even cute. If you're gonna make that kind of moral decision. And it's gonna be ugly. Come on now. Anyway,
3: Simon. For those not looking, Simon is currently holding up a Harry Potter notebook.
2: Disgusting. No, like, listen, guys. I'm not gonna lie. I do have a lot of Harry Potter things because, obviously, like from before, I knew that J.K. Rowling was awful. I do own Harry Potter things, but just like, at least make it cute at at
1: Primark. At least put the effort in. <laughs> Yeah, come on Yeah, now.
3: exactly. Come on now.
1: Jeez. Well, Hedwig mm-hmm. didn't wear it. Hedwig had had no boots. It was all toots for me. Mm-hmm. Not to make another drag race reference in this episode. So sorry.
3: <laughs> I hate this. It's just like turfs and drag race preferences. Yeah. It's like the two things you want. I'm on a queer podcast which is trying center alternative narrative. It's great. I mean, oh. I'm so sorry. I feel like this is my total influence. Just. <laughs>
1: What? No. I'm sorry. You K- Caitlin, you should have a meeting with HR to be like, what the fuck have I been dragged into? <laughs> dragged, oh no.
2: Stop, no Simon. Oh Simon. I'm melting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um Yeah, and anything else to say about Hebrew's outfits?
2: No. Then moving on. Stunning. Um
3: oh. Oh. I was gonna say the band the bandmates were serving looks too. So mm. do you know that? The lead mm-hmm. guitarist is the composer as well, Stephen Trask. Oh, so I didn't realize that.
2: Before. Yeah, oh my god, cool. He
3: sings back up. Yeah. Um, they wrote like all the songs because they're yes. kind of mental. But I do, I just love the aesthetic of the band. And they're yeah. all so cute in like the little hotel room eating pizza with a little baby. Yeah. Like, whose baby is that? Who cares?
2: Who cares? She's there for a good time in a
1: long time. The is a metaphor. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <Bert>. <laughs> I um. It hurts.
1: love it. I also forgot I love the visual and uh, like do you know the visual of like the concert they play outdoors and there's like the one person there I think that's so yes
2: and, and they're and like Hebbels, here Hebbels off, just like come like, sit
1: beside me here
2: oh my god yeah I love that like that person that's there in the audience as well I'm just like you're so cool
1: oh my, my like... we also haven't mentioned um the absolute icon that is Hedwig's manager oh I yeah. love her girl boss pure girl boss energy (laughs) (laughs) i read i read online that apparently she like is supposed to have a like phone in her tooth what yeah so like sorry it's (laughs) in a deleted scene that she like supposed to have like some form of like cell phone installed in her tooth
2: so she can just like
1: (laughs) yeah loop her tooth and like you're live like, yeah but, but it's like breaks you... or something so she can oh. like never not be on the phone I le- let me look it up okay I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's that. it is yeah
3: Andrea Martin Andrea Martin plays her as like a gay, a bit of a gay icon and not mm. just quite a few like Broadway shows and so I just I always appreciate a little Andrea Martin like sparkle and she's just so funny um, yeah I love that great. scene in the dry cleaners like um but, but don't the brat. Yeah, and, and you know what? I've took that forward to this day.
2: Oh my god, I, I I was watching that like, oh
3: my god, have I been
2: doing life wrong this whole time? Like, whoops, I just whack my bra in anywhere. <laughs> See,
3: <laughs> you know, I know you're meant to hand wash it, but like I'm like, Who the fuck's what oh. I'm not like, a walking woman. No,
2: is it just maybe <laughs> that it's like bad to put it in the dryer? But I do that as well
1: wow i'll be getting a in from Hedwig.
2: i know i really was like oh fuck maybe i need to reevaluate things here
1: anyway um i I found on the wiki it says we also learned that Hedwig's manager phyllis has a cell phone surgically implanted in a tooth when she gets when she gets hit in the head with a dryer door she is unable to hang up her phone
2: oh my god wait but that didn't happen in the film did it or did I? No, just it's a, miss it?
1: it's, a del- it's a deleted scene only available on home media because oh the God. film DVD was released on December eleventh, two thousand and one, complete with deleted scenes and audio commentary. Thank you for that. Wow. <laughs> Either in our merch it did store, get
3: It got re-released quite recently. On pre- it's part of the Criterion Collection, which means it's like a fancy ass film, mm. um, and it got like re-released in like four K um, with some other like stuff. So. Um, and that's got the deleted stuff. I think though, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I was surprised it wasn't you're but like pleasantly surprised because they're usually a little snooty booties, but like mm. um I, I think it deserves to be like Oh
2: yeah
0: I think it's kind of a tiny bit
3: underrated as a film. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I wanna see these deleted scenes though, they sound funny.
1: Yeah, it's they sound very camp. I, I also think it would just yeah. it would open up yet sack more as a character because I wasn't when I read all this stuff about them I was like oh my gosh they sound so interesting and I'm mm. kind of sad that like we didn't get all of that but maybe like I'm I also did like that the musical was like under two hours I thought that was nice
0: <laughs> yeah it's cool uh, nice. Or, sorry, the movie. yeah
1: um like there's just something about that that I'm like uh it's not like just it it never felt like I was bored you know what I mean um exactly
2: yeah any
1: any last topics to talk about on headway because that's all of my little list um
2: my what were my other fun facts
1: um now it's time for fun facts with Keeper mcgee and caitlin Magna watch them be like not that fun or interesting
2: um fun facts so one of them was just that um apparently david facts bowie fun. simon i'm speaking
1: Sorry, I think there's a lag genuinely because you only started speaking as I was like finished. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, I've upset her.
2: Conditions that I have to work in. Um, No, so apparently, <laughs> apparently uh, David Bowie co-produced the Los Angeles production of the stage version. Thick. That was one fun fact um and then the other one was um i said the right one and then oh yeah i just like watched an interview with john cameron mitchell and uh what do you call the other guy steven steven trask trask yeah um chatting about it and stuff and um john cameron mitchell was saying that like hedwig was kind of based on this is probably like these fun facts are going to be things that probably our scholar caitlin already knows but for me and simon and our listeners who maybe aren't as familiar um apparently, i'm having a good time yeah <laughs> apparently hedwig was kind of based on a babysitter that john had back in the day Who was like just this like kind of fabulous um german woman and like so they were saying like oh she there'd always be like a gentleman caller come in and john as as a youngster was like Wow, she's so popular. She has so many friends. And then when, when they were <laughs> older, like somebody was like, um, I think that might have been her job, like um <laughs> and he realized that she was like a prostitute. So yeah. But that she but, was just but... like fabulous and, and they just I love her. her. Isn't that cool? That I
3: also wanted kind to of stay exp- with
2: her a gay icon.
1: Yeah. I was just gonna say that also kind of explains the like um babysitter thing that happens yeah right. i kind of thought like that was probably like a little a
2: little nod there do you know yeah hopefully oh, yeah. like john
1: cameron
3: Mitchell wasn't taught me
1: that's the one thing i hope. yeah god yes <laughs> yeah sorry yeah. i suddenly remember the babysitter thing's not a good thing then,
2: yeah literally oh my god
1: oh my god yeah i forgot she placed the baby on the floor I'm honestly deserved. It was kind of like The Sims as well, isn't it? You know, when you like ask your yes. Sims to like go like brush its teeth or something, and it's like I'll just place my baby over here, like by the um, toilet. Still. Yeah. Who yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, no. knows? God, can we do The Sims <laughs> for S? Yeah. Absolutely. Sky culture. I love me you know it. It. absolutely
2: like
3: cute little on The Sims, and just like that's literally all I do. That's I let I bought Sims laundry things today. It was all for, and I'm like. Not my Sims can have freshly laundered clothes. Oh
1: my yeah. god! You can recreate, you can recreate the, the Hedwig laundry scene.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Should I oh do that? God. I'll record yeah. it. Please do oh it. God, and send yeah. pics, and
1: we'll put them on the Insta.
3: Yes. Oh
2: my god! So you have a deadline? C-
1: one week.
3: <laughs> I'm scared. I'm gonna make, it. yeah. I'm gonna make <laughs> Hedwig and the Sims. I'm gonna actually do Listen. that because I think she might iconic it make.
1: Yeah. So oh my calm. god, yes. I love that. Simpson's actually wild well good as well for like letting like different genders and all that kind of stuff as well. Oh mm. yeah. Um which is quite nice. Yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> anything else? Anything go on? Any more fun facts? Not for me. Oh. No. Caitlin, any fun facts? Simon, about any being fun the facts? Film?
3: <laughs> I'm a quirky. I quirky gal, I just love i just love nature i don't even <laughs> like nature i don't i love being
2: inside um oh, yeah. same was... <laughs> same like i like trees they're pretty but like oh i love sitting down do you know
1: <laughs> I, oh my god like what, that's where it's at this is really sad but um i joined a facebook group this week called really cool trees
2: <laughs> oh no that's cute simon it's
1: just like images of like cool looking trees <laughs>
3: That's right? for oh you. My God. Okay, Evan Hansen. Like, <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> Like that like, I mean that as a compliment. Um, my mom has. My mom was subscribed to like Cloud of the Day, which was like every day you got like a cloud sent to your Oh that no, that's really cute.
2: No, I love a cloud. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. That's really cute. <laughs> I love a cloud.
3: What a that's good culture. What a yeah. Awesome
1: no. Um, I meant to say since we're sort of wrapping up. Um. Kiva, we haven't done this in a while, but are we should we grade the movie like we did when we did um yes. Edge of 17? Because we didn't do it for the favorite. Um did we not? Actually, no, we we didn't do it for the favorite. Um but I think it, I think oh, it'd be good a good yeah. practice for when we do movies to do grades if everyone's yes. up for that. Okay. Um, um I think okay. I know what Caitlin's is gonna be. <laughs>
3: Well, I would say mine is an a minus because I don't think it's perfect, mm. but I think it's very good. Yeah. Um, so I th- I would say an A minus, like room for a little bit of improvement, but very very good.
1: Mm. I That's actually fair. was gonna say exact same thing. I would give it an A minus solely because of how it's aged. Um, mm-hmm as opposed to anything else. Like I really enjoyed everything about how the movie was made um, and the music and the general like, aesthetic of it. I just think some of the themes mostly around like that Hedwig-Tommy babysitter relationship yeah. is a little bit misty. And that's kind of what like, it's like book smart. Like it would probably get an A- for the Miss Fine thing. This gets it for the babysitter thing. We're, yeah. just, we're just covering yeah. a lot of like people in power who, sh- who are abusing it, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. It comes up a lot in like these films, which is, um, something to be that's like a whole other topic like why is that so common in these films but anyway I for the same reasons would give it a B plus because I just feel like I am too generous with grades sometimes so I'm, I need to be more um savage I'm gonna be the Simon Carl. <laughs> um
1: a B plus is still great though but like Oh, you were Vegas. like you you're almost like i'll give you a yes but you're gonna have to really impress me at boot camp if you want to get yeah. through to the next stage
3: yeah
1: um love that well you've got through uh, yeses headwig congratulations yeah
3: Yes, are in the next round <laughs>
1: <laughs> i hope i get the boys for my category
3: oh, and i bet you would not be well, expecting hi. that at all yeah <laughs> oh my gosh! A cat just
2: to a, yeah, a cat. Keep his... a cat. <laughs> Zoom. I love that. My auntie has four cats. This one's the oh friendly God. one.
3: Oh my gosh!
1: It's called a Simba.
2: Simba, oh. or or just Mr. Sims
1: for short. Shout Mr. out to Simba. Sims. Real friendly.
2: He just like comes into my bed every night and cuddles <laughs> me, sleeps with me, like oh, curled up lucky. beside me.
3: He um, is
2: uh cute. What an icon <laughs> um, um
1: No. wait, um, wait! wait um, before it...
2: we go. Wait, what were you going to
1: say, Simon? I was going to ask say? if you can take if you can take the lead on this bit because I'm not very versed in doing the ending of the oh, podcast. Okay. That's I'm usually fine, that's like, fine. I'm you've usually like by then, you know. You've I have done so have
2: ever done before, so like, I'll take yeah. over. It's
1: fine. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Kiva is literally the light and grace of this podcast. She does so much for us, um, and I'm very Aww. appreciative of it. <laughs> oh, fuck.
2: Wise up moonshine. Um, so we actually, Simon for our next episode we have a guest who will keep a secret for now but we haven't actually decided on what we're going to do we kind of are between two different options so oh. we can bring back the wheel and just decide for us and then we'll tell our our lovely guest
1: that this oh is God, what we're that, doing that would be really cute yeah. um shall, do you want to wheel it up now
2: i've got the wheel ready to go i i was <gasps> prepared, prepared oh he wheel was a
1: prepared podcaster um, did that
2: at the very least So, okay, guys, we've got our two options here.
1: Mm-hmm. Are we ready to spin the wheel? Do you think it'll be the purple yeah. option or the green option, everyone? The
2: wheel? I don't think we've ever ha- only had this many on...
1: Yeah, on usually the- we do four, but we're breaking 10. format. Yeah,
2: okay. Right, I'm gonna click it. I'm gonna click to spin. <gasps>
0: Drumroll.
1: <sighs> oh my gosh, it's spinning, everyone. It's still spinning. She's-
0: She's
1: oh, interesting
2: because, Jesus, oh. that was so loud. Did you guys hear that? Or was it was just on my. I didn't hear it anyway. It was really loud in my ears. A big. <laughs> anyway, so
1: our winner. I'm not keeping you. were just really excited about what got <laughs> It
2: really hurt my ears. So, guys, our winner, which actually was suggested by our guest next week. Is a little play called oh. *The Inheritance*. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> Keep
1: still Confession. screen sharing, so I just saw her go by, and then like her cursor slowly go up to the like <laughs> "the new tab" button.
3: I feel like I should know this. I've I've heard obviously about *The Inheritance*. I've never read it.
1: Matthew, Matthew, Lopez.
2: Lopez. where did you see that? are you smarter than me oh there we go by Matthew Lopez from um oh it's 2018 okay so it's quite re- quite a recent play so our guest next week has read this and suggested it to us because they said it's beautiful um so I'm excited to read it
1: that's very exciting I'm like, also excited we haven't is. done like a, we haven't done like well you know we I was about to say we haven't done a play our literal first since
2: episode. since angels yeah was
1: a, was a play um so, but yeah, like it's been a little while since we've done a play. Um
2: yeah. so well, I'm excited. I'm excited
1: to do some reading. That'll be mm-hmm. fun.
2: Spawn our minds a little bit. Um, um
1: yeah. God, well, yeah, tune in for that next week, folks. Um, and until then, we have been the lovely Gate to Z podcast with the absolutely fabulous and wonderful Kaitlin michael Kearns.
3: Yes, too kind. Too um, it's been a pleasure. oh it's been a pleasure having
2: you, honestly.
3: Thank Literally, you so much for coming like, on.
1: Caitlin, you it's were so, so iconic. Fun. We had to do two days. I mean, um, you
3: know, I so managed to fit you in my busy schedule. Ugh. I'm on the squoysion. I
1: know. Thank you so much for penciling
2: <laughs> us in somewhere. Oh like gosh. I know you're okay. so busy. Booked and busy for real, though. Um, um
1: We'd love to see it. Caitlin, I know that you're... A um, business person who obviously promoted yourself at the start, but would you like to remind <laughs> us of your socials at the yes. end of the podcast as well?
3: Absolutely. So you're at Kate M. Kearns, that's C A I T M K E A R N S, on Twitter and Instagram. Keep an eye for my play reading, which is coming to the lyric, 15th of October. Tickets on sale, I think they'll be free. Tickets all, ready to reserve soon, so keep an eye. Because um, for- I will be. I've got it. Yes, it's been so pleasure, and thanks for having me. Thank, thank you,
1: for, you, thank you for introducing us to a really cool movie. Yeah, as well. like, yeah, it was yeah, such a good thank time. You for
2: suggesting this; it was great fun. Um, it was. Does your does your play have a title yet? That's going on at the lyric.
3: Yeah, well, for now it's called Wee Bonds until I think of something better. Okay. but I probably won't just be called that. Call that. <laughs> I like that. It's it's got layers. It's a it's metaphorical. oh yeah, my nice. Gosh,
1: like cake layers.
2: <laughs> um, and we have a. <laughs> most oh yeah yeah simon thank you for that fucking it out. Um, <laughs> um we have been asking our guests as well to rate your experience on the pod out of 10 so can you do that for us please
3: um
2: points obviously know. deducted for simon's behavior i think
3: i mean obviously that's one i'd say like firm like 9.75 Okay, that's and zero point
0: two
3: five is for summons mm. outrageous behavior. I mean, yeah. you haven't seen what he's been doing this whole time. Honestly, I'm not even gonna repeat. Oh my god! It. Like, much. honestly, Disgusting. the hate
2: crimes, the homophobia from Simon—it's—it's it's beginning right. to become a pattern. Actually, Simon, it's quite oh. concerning.
1: Right? Can we stop joking and be a bit serious here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not joking, bitch.
1: Um. <laughs> um I don't know yeah. where to go from there. No, so. sure. um, thanks, Caitlin. We will, of course, yeah. um, like Four in a Bed, at the end of the alphabet, we're going to get everyone back into your room and be like, why did you read us this, this? And you've underpaid by how, I
3: love Four in a Bed. Four in a Bed is camp culture, honestly.
2: Simon, so, mean, do you want to give your socials?
1: Um. No
2: okay so anyway mine are. <laughs> no,
1: no. um no i'm um get with a ginger um if you want more antics and acting up like you've seen all episode um catch me at g-i-b-b-o-t-h-e-g-i-n-g-e-r oof Not beautiful
2: oof. thank you <laughs> um so my socials are uh keeves k-e-e-v-e did i spell that right Fuck. yeah i did, I it, I did, did. it wrong on one of them k-e-e-v-e-z or z um <laughs> oh my gosh on instagram and then keeves underscore on twitter um and our pod socials are gay to z pod g-a-y Or that on Instagram, Twitter, gittersipod@gmail.com. If you want to drop mm. us a line.
1: Well, be careful sending that email. But out
2: don't them. use it for dating profiles, guys.
3: <laughs>
2: no. Anyway,
1: yeah, We're so we'll get a new one next week.
2: No, I'm just waiting for it.
1: Like fuck's sake. Um. Yeah. Once again, thank you so much, Caitlin, for joining us. Thank you, yes. lovely listeners, for joining us as well. Mm-hmm. Deuces. Bye. Bye. Bye.